The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too What's up? It's time for the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. What? You guys said big game. Why? Because if you say um, S-U-P-E-R bowl, then uh, we'll get sued. Says who? The government. The government. The You're making government. that up. Obama. Obama said so. Obama I know. is the football I... commission, and he said that you're not allowed to say those words. If I understood the rules correctly, I could say Super Bowl, but I could not say Super Base. There are exactly. three people in the world right now who can say Super B. You aren't uh-huh. one of them, but Boomer, the sports commentator, is one, and also Dan Marino, and also everybody who's playing in the Super Bowl. The Super B. The, the Super, Super, Super Bowl. Super yeah. Bowl. Um, do, you guys get, do you guys get excited for the big game? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> you know, I only watch it for the Kamaya. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think that commercials are better than the game. Justin, you actually can't refer to the the commercials that air during the Super B. No, you had to call them uh, TV breaks. <laughs> TV breaks? Or yeah. um, very expensive advertisements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a lot. Uh, my favorite TV break ever is when that lady has the hammer and she swings around. And then she throws it through the TV screen. You know the one? Mm-hmm. In the, from 1984? A lot of people don't know that she poops herself. Yeah. If you freeze frame But it. it's, it's unrelated. It's unrelated, like, but if you freeze I like the it. one, I think it was during Big Game 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the, the very uh, expensive advertisement where the overweight woman who married Tom Arnold got hit by a log. Do you remember that? <laughs> Griffin, you actually can't say Tom Arnold. Oh right. fuck! Uh, I th- did the okay the the overweight woman who married the main protagonist from the, the movie The Stupids. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very uh, much. I think my favorite is that one. Have you seen that one? And it's got uh, the animal in it, and he talks, but he says something really funny. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's about it's either about beer or chips. Mm. <laughs> I like the one for beer chips with uh, Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> It you actually can't say Spuds McKenzie. I cannot say so. <laughs> you can say Potatoes McGee and we'll know. <laughs> okay. Potatoes McGee, the dog-shaped uh, spokesperson. Is Thank that you. legal? Is that okay? Barely. Barely legal. <coughs> Speaking of things that are barely okay, this is my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> An advice show. For the modern era, I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Kent Dan Marino. <laughs> Kent, Kenneth Danneth Marino. Uh, K. Dan Marino. K. K. Dan Marino Jr. What is K. Not stand to be confused, confused with the football guy. Kick. Kicks. Kick. Catch with a K. <laughs> Let's, uh, since we obviously aren't fit to offer any sort of advice on sport or sporting, um, 
let's let's go to the advice. Um, I'm graduating college this semester, and then I'm up and moving to San Fran. Probably not for good. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, probably for good. Uh, the thing is, I've been dating a wonderful girl here in North Carolina for the past three months or so. She's amazing. But we're not about to do the long distance thing across three time zones, so we're trying to cut it off. The question is, when is the right time for us to stop dating? Right now, we're trying to gradually transition it into a sexy friendship with pretty good results. Mm-hmm. Help us, brothers. That's from Nearly Departed in North Carolina. Oh, my God. I, I think you should do it at the last second. Like, as your car is driving away, lean your head out the window and be like, oh, by the way, we're breaking up. Goodbye. Does she know, right? She knows. Yeah, she has to know. Yeah. And that doesn't matter, though, because you're actually up moving to the fucking danger zone. Yeah. You're in you're in deep, deep trouble. Why? <laughs> we're trying to transition our love into a sexy friendship. Yeah, that's going to work out pretty well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> have you not go- seen... Have you not seen any movie with Jennifer Aniston in it ever? Like that—that's all they're about. Is how impossible this is. This did movie you not see Friends? Friends with Benefits or um, what was that other one? Uh, Buddy, Friendster with Benefits. Buddies, mm-hmm. buddies, Social with Network. Perks. Buddies with Perks. Buddy Ballin. Buddy Ballin. Bonin Buddies. Bonin Buddies or Fuck Pal or Air Buddies. Air Buddies or Treasure Buddies. <laughs> Or, or pleasure it, buddies. Or MVP for most valuable fuck buddy. <laughs> oh. But spell with a P. But spell with a P. P H U C K. Um I you you need to like yesterday is the proper time. Is it's it possible? Your head right. Is it possible that this dude has like found the perfect like combination of words to actually make that transition? Like, I know that we all doubt that he said, hey, honey, this is going great, but I'm moving. Let's just be sexy friends. But is it possible? Well, they're well, gradually he- trans. They're, they are gearing. They're <laughs> shifting. They're shifting their gears down. Right. So it's a sexy friendship. Now, next week, it'll be regular friendship. The week after that, it'll be sort of an acrimonious friendship. And the week mm-hmm. after that, it'll be like bitter rivals. Right. Uh-huh. Arch arch nemeses. Arch nemeses. And then you bounce. And then you're out with that, that you're someone who wants you to die in North Carolina somewhere. <laughs> They're plotting your death. Um, which, hey, actually, with the trajectory you're on, that may not be too far off of a goof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Considering you're, yeah, that, it may end up just like that. I, I mean, I think you need to decide what you want. If you guys just want to continue f- fooling around, but once you move, it never be anything else. You're on the right track. If you want to preserve the friendship, I think you have to stop with the the sexual stuff ASAP and, and start to create some sort of friendship outside of that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the only thing, connection you're going to have is physical, and as soon as you go to San Francisco, that's done. But and you, you also want to think about the fact that like you're, as you said, moving three time zones away, so maybe you want to make sure you have like some free and clear time like a month or two before you leave to kind of you know, say goodbye to everyone and just have some, like, quality time with all your friends and everything without worrying about this, you know, friendship, relationship, you know, sticky morass you've gotten yourself into. So vital. Yeah, maybe try sticky morass. (laughs) Oh! What? Justin. Um, What? It was just as Travis said it. I was just saying it a different way. It's riffing. It's riffing. Just three bros riffing. Just three bros getting yucked. Nah, you're fucked.
But hey, <laughs> here's the good news. If you manage to actually pull this off, then you should have an advice podcast that we listen to. Call I'm a warlock. Yeah, I'm <laughs> wizard, wizard time. I'm a sex wizard. Sex wizard with your friend in North Carolina. Guy. Guy, sex wizard. Guy. Uh, so congratulations on that. Griffin. Here's a, here's a very timely Yahoo um, that has to do with both football and wizardry. Uh, okay. It's sent in by Elisa Holyfield. It's asked by Yahoo user Forever Rogers fan, who asks, who would win, Aaron Rodgers or Harry Potter? <coughs> I know this is really random and hard to compare, but who would win? There's no specific competition, though you should assume they are not... <laughs> You should assume they are not playing a football game or having a magical duel, although Aaron could use football skills and Harry could use magical skills. Also, who wins when it comes to moral character? My friend and I literally debated this for 1.5 and a half more, one, more than one and a half hours, so this is very okay. important. Yeah, it's serious. Um, just some background for you two. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. He, uh-huh. uh, this morning, was named the NFL MVP. For the year. That's oh, awesome. so that must mean that the Packers are in the big game. It That's is. A- it's actually the Packers v. Packers. They were <laughs> wow. so good that they put them right in there twice. Can't you? Isn't that objectively untrue, though? Like, if they had the most value, what are they using to measure value? Here's the great thing, <laughs> is that their offense is so good, but their defense is the worst in the league. So he is the most valuable. If it weren't for him, we would have a like a, a real major league scenario. Like a sinkhole would just open up and swallow them whole. <laughs> Basically, he's, yeah. He's the only thing keeping them from sinkhole status. He's, imagine, like, um, imagine like a bunch of uh, poop, but the poop is held together by glue. Uh-huh. So you're saying Aaron Rodgers is, is the poop glue. It, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the most valuable poop glue. In their uh, in their failed <laughs> in their failed playoff game, he was the uh, he got the most rushing yards of anybody on the field, which usually quarterbacks <laughs> don't do. That's not very good. He also got all the tackles. Yeah. So um I And he sold hot dogs. <laughs> so uh, who would win, guys? So wait, so the the question is not Harry Potter versus Aaron Rodgers, but not in any competition. Yeah. So they're not actually competing. Well, okay, or you could look at it like in all competitions. Right. Like, what if there if there was a magical duel? I would say probably Aaron Rodgers, because the only way that you can throw that good is is with wizarding abilities. Right. I, I saw him once throw a football through a man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him battle a dragon with a football. Yeah, so um, I would say oh. that match Rogers. If it's a cooking competition, Harry Potter. Why? Right. Because his cupcakes are magical. Okay. Have you had? Have you sampled his cupcakes? Yeah. yeah. It's in Travis's fanfic. Yeah. Oh, in his in his cupcake fic. It's a um, it's it's a Draco slash Harry slash Ron slash buttercream. <laughs> Is this buttercream made from butterbeer? Scandalous! <laughs> Harry, I've become tipped in tipsened. I've actually uh, rewritten all of the Harry Potter series, uh, removed all of the female characters, and turned them all into 18th century fops. Okay. <laughs> you were going to say you turned them all into cupcakes. <laughs> Basically, it's just about cupcakes. <laughs> Their cupcakes aren't alive and don't move or anything. It's just about them like sitting on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
getting magical. It's not very think, good. I think Aaron Rodgers would probably like overall. Doesn't being real give you an advantage? Like, <laughs> like being an actual thing that exists right? as opposed to Harry Potter. Didn't what you are talking about? Did you not see the Harry Potter movies? Like how could they? How could they film him? Like I saw him. You know, I saw him. I saw him do magic. I saw him and I saw him do magic. You know, but people said actually, I saw this on the back of a, a bazooka Joe a bazooka rapper. Uh, Harry Potter is the most successful documentary ever released. In the <laughs> a lot of people said you can't release an eight-part documentary, each of mm-hmm. which is three hours. Not since the Seven Up series mm-hmm. have has anyone attempted such a, a a feat, following you know young people throughout their years, but. I'm actually surprised that they were able to get David Attenborough to narrate it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Is he so he was the guy with the beard. I was wondering where uh-huh. he fit in and why he was there. Well, uh, he wore the beard as a disguise because as a documentarian you don't want to like influence your subjects. Yeah. But also he fucking loves jelly beans. Yeah, so re- <laughs> some real gorillas in the mist shit. Like um, I'm 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 into that sort of gorilla style filmmaking. <laughs> what if they played football? Oh, okay. Like brooms on broomsticks are no brooms. I don't. That that's like saying, okay, Harry Potter, you don't get to use a broom, but Aaron Rodgers, you don't get to use your legs. <laughs> legs I don't are... think we should. Don't let's not limit these people. So Harry Potter's on a broomstick. Aaron Rodgers is on his legs. If we're <laughs> it's just Aaron Rodgers. First of all, there is no such thing as like one-on-one street football. Like, <laughs> no, it's me. Uh, that's like. I have a ghost. I have a ghost wide receiver, and he definitely caught that. I gotta be honest with you. From the way you're describing the Green Bay Packers, it doesn't sound that far off. Man, was that a sports joke? It was a good sports joke. I need to go lie down. I've got the vapors. (laughs) I pulled something in my brain. Pulled a chuckle muscle. (laughs) Harry Potter could just use magic to kill Aaron Rodgers. Is what I'm afraid of. Aaron Rodgers could just use football to kill Harry Potter. But he wouldn't. Like, what you're saying is, like, he wouldn't use uh, uh, one of the forbidden curses. No, he just used a gun. Well, Aaron Rodgers could use a gun, too, Travis. Don't be an (laughs) asshole. No, but I'm just saying, like, I think Harry Potter would kill Aaron Rodgers before Aaron Rodgers would kill Harry Potter. I agree 100%. You think Harry Potter would kill Aaron Rodgers yeah, before, before. Aaron, with a gun? Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen like him. an interview with Aaron Rodgers? Like he's the sweetest guy. And Harry Potter's just a right asshole. Yeah, he's, he's a killed. murderous, bloodthirsty asshole. Let's go. Let's go down the list. How many people has Harry Potter killed? At least one. The Dark Lord. Spoilers. How many right. people has Aaron Rodgers killed? None. Zero people. He killed my dreams. Harry Potter year. has killed a hundred percent more people than Aaron Rodgers, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fine. Yes. All I right. would like to amend this question and make it Aaron Rodgers or Harry Potter, who would win in a gentleman's duel at dawn? Mm. So with what? Magic? Aaron with Rodgers has no magic. Pistols. Harry Potter gets to use his magic. Aaron Rodgers throws a football. Count to okay. ten, walk, turn, throw. Avada Kedavra. Both die. <laughs> what a tragedy. What a tragedy. What, what we lost a them both. <laughs> Senseless tragedy this was. I Thanks bet. a lot, my brother, my brother, and me. Do we have one listener out there who is not a very big nerd and also is not a very big jock? And they're just like, who the fuck are <laughs> What the fuck are <laughs> you talking on? <coughs> I'm having an aneurysm. Hey, 
Hey. Yeah? I got another question. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Griffin, what about you? Yes, of course. Go. Jesus. Let's do it. (laughs) Next week, I have to be at home while a security company installs an alarm system in my house. I was told this could take up to three hours. These house calls are always awkward because I never know what to do. Should I sequester myself in another room and let the security dudes work in peace? Should I make small talk? Help me, McElroy's. That's from Unsure and Newly Secure. No, don't make small talk. No. Uh, this is something, as somebody who works out of my home, this is something I've, I've had to deal with on occasion. Um, my general strategy is to pretend I'm an architect like Mark, Mike Brady, and I'm working upstairs. I'll say, I'm just finishing up some stuff upstairs, so if you guys need me, just yell. And then I hide. Do you know what I almost always do, almost as, like reflexively, is I do chores. Like, I'm working too. I'm one of the big working. <laughs> like, I'll yeah. do some dishes. I'll be like, oh, tell me about it, guys. Woo. Backpack and stuff. <laughs> Grindstone, right? Every 10 minutes, I just come in with like a tray of <laughs> lemonade and brownies. I'm like, you guys sure you don't want any of these brownies? Wearing an apron and only an apron. <laughs> you know, I. I actually, when I worked at Best Buy, I went out on a couple of, like, installs uh, with our installer and, like, you know, went into people's houses and installed sound systems and home theater stuff. And it is the worst thing when the person won't leave the room. Mm-hmm. For two reasons. One, it feels like they're judging every single thing that you do. And, like, you know, that like, oh, you're going to put a wire there, huh? Mm, okay. Um, but also, they're, they're just there because even if they make small talk after like three minutes the small talk ends and they're still just hovering in the room like a ghost yeah i you know it's funny trev the last time this happened to me was best buy installers hanging a tv for me uh-huh. and, uh, and and they one of them actually made a comment like yeah i noticed you keep, like they had to have me come down a couple times to answer questions and one guy actually said like i noticed you keep running upstairs what's going on <laughs> you, you want me to chill? <laughs> why, don't you call, why don't you call Gino's? It's order is on. Just like get to know each other. Let's just bro out, you know? Let's get a, let's get a pub, which we just hung the. I know you got a baller TV. I just hung it. <laughs> he taps you on the forehead and says, Let's me, let me get in there. And then he taps you on the heart and says, And then here. And then let me get in there. Let's just eat some Zah and watch some tapes. Let's test this. <laughs> let me just test this TV out real quick all day. Let's take her for a spin. Let's take her huh? for a watch. May finally. When someone comes in your home to do a thing to it, that home is theirs until they leave. Mm-hmm. That's sorry, it's, it's a law of the land. You might as well just go because they live there for a bit. <laughs> you guys are gonna live here for a tip, and I'll just chill. I say you have like three prepared questions. <laughs> oh my god! And and How's then the installing going. Yes. <laughs> do you guys need anything? Are there any? Things I could point you towards and then say, well, now I will leave you to do your job because you are professionals and I am in the way. And then you stand quietly (laughs) facing in the corner. Here's one that you can trot out that I used and maybe you can use. Uh, I said, what are my walls made of? (laughs) I figured they would know. I'm imagining imagining you talking to a Best Buy man. Uh, with like a bunch of index cards in your hands, just like flipping through. I'm like, hey, your shirt is very dirty. Why is that? <laughs> so, do I have a good house? Can, can you- I look? Can I look at your hands? I've been told the hands of a workman are a psychic hole. <laughs> What's it like to be a member of the working class? 
I knew you guys were supposed to have blue collars. I didn't know your whole shirt would be blue. Please <laughs> explain. What is your tax rate? Hmm, interesting. Did you feel ostracized when you went to technical high school? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, it's not that I, this is what's so terrible, but and like, this is the same thing. Like when I go to the mechanic or whatever, like, it's not that I look down on people who have a, a trade. It's that I look, it's that I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. You look by, up by what I do. Like I, people who can like make things and, and hang things and like know what my walls are made of. That, yeah. It's so far from anything I have any concept of. And I desperately want to know those. Like, I, I would love to be in that part of that world, but I, I don't. My brain doesn't. I don't know. things. You know what I found? Me, I don't remember what my walls are made of. I already forgot. <laughs> what I find is that I, I feel the same way. And it's usually because, like, in any other situation, I wouldn't hesitate to, like, expound on my own opinions and be like, oh, yeah, that is good pizza, and it's got this, and I really like, but when I go to a mechanic and he starts telling me shit is wrong with my car, I just go, yeah, that's probably true. Just take, take me. Yeah, that's I completely a, agree with you. Whenever, I'm an idiot. Whenever you pay for any kind of skilled labor, you're basically saying, I, like, I can't do this. Please do this for me, and I'll give you money for doing it for me. I don't know. You might as well be crying every time you ask anyone to do something for you. Agreed. Along, along the lines of skilled labor. In fact, but you know what else is important? I don't try to improve on that, though. What do you like, mean? I'm not trying to learn the skill. I'm such a fuck. I'm such a fucking phony. You know what I'll throw out sometimes? Yeah, I just don't have the time. <laughs> I'd love uh, to get in there and just fucking rip that oil filter out and yeah. put in a new one. But what are you doing? Uh, you're doing some soldering, huh? Yeah, I could. Yeah, just who's got the time to solder? Got to go to Got to go to the depot buy the solder juice. I'm out of solder, so if you guys could solder those things shut or mm -hmm. on or whatever it is that we agreed that had needed to happen. Yeah, my forge down in the basement. It's uh, it's out <laughs> yeah. of commission. So, yeah, like, I was hammering away on the old anvil, uh, pulled a hamstring, <laughs> and uh, are you guys gonna? I tell you what, if you guys are gonna smelt something later, I'll come back. Mm. <laughs> he who smelt it dealt it. Am I right, guys? I'm gonna go. Just, uh, give me a Smith, just give me a call when the smelting's. Ah, oh, my phone's dead. Well, I'll catch you <laughs> later. What if you, you know did that? For, what if you did that for everything? Like you're at. <laughs> You were at fucking Pier 1 Imports buying some plates, and you're like, yeah, I'd make my own plates, but who's uh, got the time? <laughs> yeah. My I, ceramics wheel is busted. I gotta dry and glaze the ceramic. <laughs> like, ugh, too busy. Yeah. You know, the other day, Teresa's dad tried to explain to me how to change my oil. Like, well, he was like, oh, you just do it. And after, like, ten minutes of him explaining it to me, I just stopped him and said, hey, Mike, I'm not gonna do it. The thing, <laughs> like, if, if there is a thing, here's the here's the amount of frequency that I have to do something in order for me to learn how to do it, and that thing is, I'll say four days. If I have to do something like shave every four days, if I had to shave every five days, I'd have someone else do it for me. <laughs> I'd go pay to have someone do it for me. Getting your oil changed is like what every eight months? Yeah, every no. eight months, every ten thousand miles, like that is not a big deal. You Do you know, every time I go get my haircut, I ask them if they offer uh, shaves. Every yeah. time. And the people at Supercuts are pissed. Mm -hmm. They never have, like, a... They give you, like, a massage, like Jesse's mm -hmm. barber does for him. Mm -hmm. Like, a, a, an electric massage. I used to get that treatment in Chicago, but I haven't found a place in Austin that can replicate it. But, god damn, it makes you feel like the king of some sort of small country. Mm-hmm. 
My man Sonny will wash my hair if I tip him right. Mm-hmm. That's about <laughs> it. It's a weird vibe, having a dude washing your hair. It's a weirder to ask for it because you enjoy it. You know? Sonny, can you do this for me, please? Sonny, please wash my hair. I don't know how to wash my hair. Sonny, I only wash my hair every five days, so I have to get a guy. To do it's it. not a skill I've, I've taken on. Oh, no. Griffin. I guess that answers that question. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that answers that. I'm looking for an activity that my girlfriend and I could do together. We spend a lot of uh, time at home doing nothing, which we enjoy, but we'd like to get out more. What do you suggest? Um, That's from Bored in Burlington. Bored in Burlington. Lit- literally anything. Well, that's not very helpful. I know, but the question is just so broad. The, wor- it- the world is your fucking oyster. Go go shuck it. I also have no idea what you enjoy. Yeah, what like, do you like? Do you want to go to like a vineyard, or do you want to go like to a monster truck show? <coughs> It's hard to say. Um, or both. Yes. Man, just go get wasted at a vineyard and then pound some brews at a monster truck rally. Or get real drunk, buy a monster truck, then drive it all <laughs> over a vineyard. I, I don't know what people are doing these days. Mm-hmm. I, I Here's what I like to do when I go out. Go to eat. Yeah. That's something you can try. Have you tried TGI Fridays? Have you tried the dip at TGI Fridays? That's pretty good. They've got this three for $16.99 deal. Is is awesome. It's a great deal. And just incredible cheesecake there. What about... What if the two of you learn to shoot pool? Mm. And, and you go out to local watering holes and you just get really hustle good Hustle some at, bitches. You, well, at first you can't hustle because... I learned this the hard way. You have to get good first. Oh, if you just okay. say you're really bad and then you play pool and you lose really bad, that's not a hustle. I tried that once. That's I saw. Hubris. I went out and I saw. I saw pool hall junkies. I was like, oh, I can do that. And I went and I lost some games. And I was like, how about we drop four hundred dollars on it? And they're like, okay. And I said, rack them. And then I lost. I lost four hundred dollars. Yeah, you can't just like all of a sudden start using pool lingo. That's not what a hustle is. I mm. thought that for a while. You can't. You, just all you of a take off your like, jacket. Dramatically, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, take off your jacket, and be like, rack them, and I'll and I'll crack them. And your shirt says, "Best at pool, <laughs> best at pool, 2003." Um, I, that would be a that would be a double hustle, mm-hmm. which a lot <laughs> like you. They think you're bad, then they think you're good for a second, and then you go back to being bad. <laughs> you take off the, your jacket, and they're like, "Oh no, oh you're actually not." <laughs> but then you take off that t-shirt, and underneath it is another t-shirt that says, "But actually, really bad at pool." This is the tenth time I've ever played pool. <laughs> I got this shirt made just for the occasion. Rack people, <laughs> rack people ask what the point of that hu- the double hustle is, mm-hmm. and usually it plays on pity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you go, "Hey, that was the last four hundred dollars I have." Yeah, and you play. <laughs> Please don't take that they away. They ask you what the point is, and you say, "I just, I just spend every night at home doing nothing with the old lady. I just had to do something to feel alive." You know, I, I, I you burn somebody at pool, you hustle them. That's gonna sting for a night. If you can make someone wonder why you attempted to double hustle, <laughs> that'll last a whole lifetime. They'll be trying to puzzle that out. Yeah. So that's one thing you can do: a double um, hustle, a double double pool hustle. Can you, um, why don't you, why don't you make some friends? Why don't you hang out with friends? That's usually a good option, right? Yeah, go yeah. Take, go to the movies with them. Yeah, you can go to the movies with them. Go. Spend a couple hours in a Cracker Barrel. 
Okay. Doing what? Shopping. <laughs> that sounds like the pits. <laughs> but it'll really make you appreciate your time at home doing nothing. Hey, this is kind of like being at a flea market, except everyone's t- smells like gravy and everything costs three times as much. I love it here. Mm. <laughs> Let's stay for a couple hours. Is that Where Kenny Rogers? No, that's not. Is that Kenny Rogers? <laughs> Wait, is Let's that... hustle people at Giant Checkers. That's actually a lady. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, oh. You could hustle people at Giant Checkers. No one bets on those. That would be sweet. There's a whole sort of like gang culture. Mm-hmm. Like there is around chess. Um, they got a lot of big jawbreakers there. The Cracker Barrel. You could tr- like sample all of them. Mm-hmm. You could spend time making that uh, mechanical parrot repeat dirty words. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of um, want to go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it sounds kind of sounds kind of fun. Um, you know, if you don't like Cracker Barrel, you're an Ignu Ramus. Oh God! <laughs> okay, damn wow, it. that was a deep cut. Yeah, Trav, you no, yeah. nobody on the planet is going to get that joke. Our dad is going to laugh his I fucking suppose. ass off. Um, did you guys know that you, um, there is no such thing as a hate crime inside of a Cracker Barrel? Is that really? True? If you're in a Cracker Barrel and you do a hate crime, the same hate crime laws don't apply to you because you're in a Cracker Barrel. I had no idea. That's Why the is chat. that? Uh, it's just they have the they that's in the that's in the Cracker Barrel code of conduct. It's what it's what Obama uh, pushed through Congress last week. Mm-hmm. The crack. It's bar- just they call it a they call it actually call it an old timey sunrise farmhouse opportunity for growth. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, some people might see a hate crime here. We see an opportunity to learn about another race. They call Tell it a, a sunshine, cornstalk, harvest time, annual autumn breeze. Murder. Murder. Hate. <laughs> murder. Hate murder. It's an opportunity to to learn about another culture. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. It's, Im- it's immersion therapy. <coughs> I like this idea of being inside Cracker Barrel and just everything translating into double speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. If you're in a Cracker Barrel, for instance, I'll I'll give you uh, a, an example. If you um, if you pay taxes there, mm-hmm. um, that's that. Now this whatever joke I make is gonna be better than the other word I was about to say, which is have an abortion. So let's <laughs> keep going with the taxes thing. I don't have one because I made up one for abortion. I backed off. <laughs> okay, but say the same thing that you would have said for abortion, but for taxes. Okay, so when you go to Cracker Barrel to pay taxes, they call it an uh, old-fashioned sunrise uh, harvest harvest house um, baby dwindling, and that's <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's, it's folksy. Yeah, but at the same time. Horrific, mm-hmm. and that's paying taxes. That's, that's paying, paying ta- taxes. That's what paying taxes is. Yeah, at Cracker Barrel, and they also have a lot of old candy, which mm-hmm. is good, which I like. You um, know, once a courier delivered a paycheck to me in a Cracker Barrel, and I was like, "Ah, fuck! Now I gotta get a Cracker Barrel ten ninety nine, just for the state of Cracker Barrel, just so I can." <coughs> This doesn't make any goddamn sense. Nothing we've said. Nothing we've said. Stupid show. Stupid shit. Idiotic. Nobody even goes to Cracker Barrel anymore. Nobody knows what we're talking about. The only person that goes anymore is our dad, so he can get those jawbreakers he likes. You know the white ones with the colored flecks? Oh, yeah. 
But, I mean, if it makes you guys feel any better, Dad is also the only one still listening at this point. Hi, Dad. Hi, Hi Dad. Dad. Hey, Dad, we're going to go to the money zone. You want to come along? All right. Hey, Trap. Yeah. I, I, let's do like a call and response like in church. Who is this message for? Michelle. Who is this message from? Dave. What is the message, Trav? H- happy happy fifth anniversary to my amazing girlfriend, Michelle. Well, not my... It's not my amazing girlfriend. It's Dave's amazing girlfriend, Michelle. You're ruining the rhythm. Sorry. Where she does li- she live, Travis? She lives in Cleveland, Justin. Where is she earning her master's degree? <laughs> it's in art, art history. Where does she live? No, he lives in Cincinnati. Where does he live? He were Ah, fuck. Ah. This is Cincinnati, where he works as a restaurant manager. You should Wait, find him. I, too, live in Cincinnati. What restaurant do you go to, and can I get free food there, please? Do you have anything, if you have any fries coated in a liquid that used to be a solid, Travis loves that. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese, bacon, grease, whatever. Anything, dude. One might say nope. that that is Travis's core competency. <laughs> they, uh, they're both native Floridians. Um... And they met uh, while they were students at Florida State University. Go Knowles. Um, and now, it's cut off the end of the sentence here. It says, she loves musicals, visiting museums, and watching Law. Larry King Live reruns. Law and Order SVU. Law and Order VUS. <laughs> so, happy fifth anniversary, Dave and Michelle. Happy fifth anniversary, you guys. Uh, Justin, who is who is our next one uh, for and from and about? Uh, this was for a dog. Is oh no! Is our favorite dog listener, Ebby. This is from Kirsten, who is her owner. And uh, what does she have to say, Griff? She has to say woof 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 kibble. Okay, but translated, Travis. How would you translate that loosely? Happy anniversary, Badoodly Kitten. I adopted you a year ago, and I can't imagine what my life was like before. You are my constant companion, my best friend, and my snuggle bug. I love you so much. I'm going to edit out that part of you saying that and just make a looped MP3 that I go to sleep to. Because I think that would make me feel really safe. Mm. (laughs) I'm glad. Is it possible that this is not a dog animal and that this is some sort of weird domination S&M thing and Ebby is her man dog? Do you you think maybe it's like a Randy Jackson dog? It's like a Randy Jackson. It's like a... It's it's like a... A Timberland. Is it like a Timberland dog scenario where it's like a domination dog S&M thing only I guess it's like a gentle S&M because they like to cuddle? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's like, probably exactly what it is, Griffin. Thank you for taking this really sweet message I like to take owner things... to her pet and just really ruin it. I petted yeah. it. I petted it too hard. You petted, <laughs> you petted the goof too hard and you broke its neck. Uh, hey, guys. Have you heard of Gimo Games? Yeah. They're making this iPhone game, right? It's called Monster Guru. It's like a hand-drawn version of Pokemon. Uh, using the i I know using the iPhone's geo tracking, the character in the game moves as you move in real life. Uh, um, and we have a cameo that somebody in the sh- their their Kickstarter video is totally wearing our T-shirt. So nice, you gotta go find that. Uh, they just want you to donate to their Kickstarter. 
Uh, and I don't think that's asking too much. No, I think this game is going to be just absolutely dope. Um, and so you, as uh, the kind public, should fund it. Um, and to do that, you should go to gimogames.com, and that's G-I-M-O games.com slash fund, uh, and then donate to their iPhone game on Kickstarter. Is Pikachu in the game? No, it's light. There's like a hand-drawn Pikachu. So it'll look like a it'll look like a caricature of Wilford Brimley, basically. Mm. <laughs> but it's basically Pikachu with a mustache, right? I want it. <laughs> you, I know Griffin. You, you're speaking his language, Gimo Games, uh, and 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 Griffin is ready for it. So uh, it, I'm ready for it. But the only way we're gonna get Griffin to play this game is if we go to Gimo Games. It's G I M O Games dot com forward slash fund. And, and help set them up. So do that and tell them, you know, that we love them and that you love them and you can't wait to play their game. Um, I was so inspired, I thought I would write them a theme song. Please oh, do. For their game? <laughs> yeah, for their game. Monster Guru! Monster Guru! <laughs> it's you and me. I catch you on my iPhone, Monster Guru! my best bud and the world we must befriend monster guru let's go fight other monsters our courage will pull us through you teach me and i'll teach you monster guru this is the this is bad tabulature <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all gotta catch all the monsters MonsterGuru.com. What's the website? <laughs> that was the original art. That was the original piece of art under fair use of the Creative Commons license. <laughs> that, is, that is. Did you guys ever watch Pokemon and think how great it would be if every night, if I had Pokemon, what I would do is every night I would poke each of them and say, "Nope, not ready to eat yet." <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Because I think that would really keep them on their toes. Yeah. And then just after like a couple weeks of that, one of them disappears. One of them goes away. Uh, how come they never ate their Pokemon? Would that be a sin against Christ? Uh, uh, it's the best sin. Tasting. I bet it tastes so good. I'm sorry. So delicious. Monster Guru, that wasn't a very good... I'll catch you on the flip. <laughs> Once you get your game out, I'm going to record your fresh, send me a fresh beta. song. Send me a beta, maybe with a <coughs> few monsters pre-caught. Little, little bonus, little perk for your boy. <laughs> for doing such a great job on our theme song. I just got my guitar restrung. Could you hear the quality? Yeah, I could. I could what kind of, would you go with Elixir? Nah, I just wanted to play an old Daddario's. You know, the man is the instrument, not the strings. Um, how, how many strings did you put back on it? Uh, 12. Uh, how nice. about, uh, there's a bunch. How about this one? It was sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo Answers user Horde, who asks... Kids dress up as firefighters in order to save people from a burning building. Good idea or not? <laughs> what? Um, what? Not. Not. That was easy. If nothing else, I, I, I just can't believe that they've had the proper training. Well, um, Yahoo Answers user Viva La Raza 777 uh, responded, Why not? I think it is a very noble idea, and it will make the kids want to serve the public and care for people and help people in general. A very fine idea indeed. <laughs> is it? 
so he has a good point. This is this is this is like AmeriCorps, isn't it? And that's what that is, the Peace Corps. It's like uh, it's like Newt Gingrich's army of children janitors. <laughs> exactly, you can pay thirty firefighters the wage of one firefighter, and you will only lose like four kids per fire. I bet. And lots of and lots of people know that because of the extra innocence, children are far less flammable. Mm-hmm. I think that you could just take this idea and really run with it, mm-hmm. and be like children dressed up as doctors. That's great. That's great, and we can have like our own, um, our own like kids crusade, right? Uh huh. We could do this that again. Actually, this is actually what Kid Nation was about. It, oh, I did. I a missed a bunch of kid firefighters and kid doctors and mm-hmm. cut kid therapists, right? It's a bad idea. Well, here's the thing: sometimes you gotta keep your head down, right, to get out of the smoke. Kids' heads are naturally down. That's like the one That's, thing they have on me is that yeah, they're I, lower to the ground. They're lower they to the ground. They require less air to go in their tiny, beautiful lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know how you know how you and I have to stop, drop, and roll if we catch on fire. Kids that kids have that down to two steps, they can just stop and roll. Mm-hmm. They're nice. already so low to the ground. Yeah, and they're not really contributing much to society. So if we lose a couple, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what are we out? They weren't even paying taxes. Um, yeah. Um, they won't have families that we'll have to take care of. Yeah. You know, afterwards. I think that, I think that the economy is as bad as it is because of all these freeloading kids everywhere. Yeah. So maybe we put them to work, you know, like, you know, as doctors, you know, lawyers, minors. Here's the thing. You'd never hear about, like, in the news, like... A dad waking up and the house is on fire, and so he saves all of his kids. You never hear about that. It's always a kid or a dog or a pig. Right. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. one of those three things. I don't know why that is. Maybe kids have natural <laughs> fire senses. Maybe it's that yeah. they're beautiful, sweet little lungs, don't need as much air on their heads so low. And maybe they. Is get- it possible the dads are just really forgetful? The dads, yeah. the dads just lay there and like die. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is it. the end. Well, this is it. Guess the time for. Uh, I knew I should have gotten a dog. That's what he said to his uncle. The dads are just happy for a way out. Yeah. <laughs> all my life, I thought my stupid ass son would come rescue me. The kids, the kids, they're so low, and they get in the heat of the moment. Pun intended. They get so diesel, and they just pull their dad all the way downstairs. Yeah. They get fully gamma rayed. <laughs> they they freak out, and they get super D's, and they just pull him downstairs, and then they yeah. s- they save the whole day. Yeah, you know, wouldn't you hate them to be that kid that like doesn't, and like dad comes outside and he's like coughing and like you know covered in soot and stuff. He's like, where the fuck were you, Daniel? <laughs> I waited in my bedroom for an hour and a half. I want to hit you guys with this. People say, oh, children, firefighters, that's so dangerous. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you heard of a child firefighter dying? Never? (laughs) Hmm. Maybe they're better at it than you think. When have you ever heard of a a child brain surgeon killing a person by cutting their brain wrong? Never. They they are batting a thousand vis-a-vis brain surgery. Yeah. I think I think kids are m- maybe way better at it than you give them credit for. Mm-hmm. It's you easy. know, you just point a kid at a burning building and tell them, "Hey, Gala Gala Allen's in there. Go get him out. <laughs> Go get Gala Gala. <laughs> stay, stay low. Stay, stay low. low but what would Binya Binya do? He'd crouch. <laughs> what would Binya like me? 
you know, I went to a child therapist once, um, and I was really depressed. And now I eat like two packages of cookies a day, yeah. and I feel great. Mm-hmm. I'm so bang. happy all the time. Kids have it figured out, man. They know not to be firefighters because it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't do it. Maybe I, kids are smarter than we give them credit for. If you think about all the stupid shit that we have to do day to day, and I don't I don't just mean lying to your mechanic that you know how to do things. I mean, like, everything. You know, mm-hmm. burying loved ones, uh, paying your mortgage. Go, like, kids don't have to do any of it. And we think that we have to teach them so they can be ready to... Man, I think they got it all figured out. They already cracked the case. Mm. It's like the Benjamin Button of having shit figured out. Like, they are living it 100% from the start, and then we just whittle that away. Like, the the the, 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 the wisdom that they have. So, you're trying to set up, like, a Logan's Run scenario. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying, where... We we don't have maybe we don't have need a bunch of grown up firefighters mm-hmm. if none of us know how to build houses or make fire <laughs> because we're all kids then 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 we won't need you, it. You know what else you don't hear about kid arsonists? Mm. Yeah. yeah, kids are the ones setting the fires. Put out your own goddamn fires. You know, adults. Guy, uh, a baby president didn't get us into the Vietnam War. That's so, right. So there's that. Baby president's never gotten us. How many wars has baby president gotten us in? A baby Zero. a baby president? All the baby presidents all together, their careers combined? They kept a balanced budget for our country. You know, it's funny. No baby president got us into Vietnam, but one lone baby soldier got us out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait to see Baby Brigade this summer. Yeah, yeah. me too. Band of babies. They're, they're making a dirty dozen with babies, but there's only eight of them because babies are stupid. <laughs> you don't know how many there are, baby. Okay, I've got to show you. I'm going to pitch it to you guys. All right. Um, Band of me. little brothers. Okay. <laughs> just just, um, just a bunch of little brothers. What about yeah. a shot-for-shot remake of the entire series of Lost, but everyone's babies, and it's called Baby Island? <laughs> Confusing Baby Island. I'd watch that. Yeah, I would watch that too. The smoke babies monsters, start eating the, each other. The smoke monsters made of diapers. <laughs> and it's also called Gullah Gullah Island. It's called Gullah Gullah Island Lots of Babies Edition. Except Locke is still an adult, still mm-hmm. played by the same guy. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks like a baby. He looks like a baby. I know. And he's in a diaper, so he's very confused if the whole time. You guys remember um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids? John uh-huh. Locke looks like halfway between baby and blown up. <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> he does. I guess I can see that. Like a tall, you put him in overalls and a curly wig. Imagine a tall bipedal baby. That is what we're talking about. It's cool, though, because he's got a giant M&M in his short pocket. Is it weird that when I talk about babies, I have to talk in this voice so I don't wake up the imaginary baby in my room? I don't think that's weird. Okay. Um, I, don't do have- I don't do it. I don't do it. It's not a conscious decision. Uh, is there an age cutoff for imaginary baby that you talk to in your room? I just, I just want to be soft. Is, it, is imaginary baby there right now, Griffin? Babies aren't tough, you know, guys. <laughs> so don't get rough. Let's not get do rough you, with these babies. Do you ever sit in a? Do you have a rocker in your office in which you snuggle and rock your imaginary baby? It's not a real. It's not a real imaginary baby. I'm just saying, <laughs> I talk no, like I, there is one. 
I know. I know. Shh, it's not a real imaginary if you baby, don't, sweetie. If you wouldn't, if you guys wouldn't mind, just like keep it down. Keep your voices okay. down a little bit. Um, what's its so, name? It's adorable. His name is Dor Dor. Dor- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you name your imaginary baby Dorp? <laughs> He sounded like the head of the House of Lannister. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I like the one where your imaginary baby taught me how to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Conway has dwarf. He's short because oh. he's a baby. <laughs> it's an imaginary baby that lives in Griffith's heart. <laughs> dwarf. You know when um, I when I go can't, whenever I go hiking, I always bring a big bag of dwarf. <laughs> oh, delicious! Um, hey guys, yeah, I, I would like to keep the chuckles going. I will I leave. I will um, leave. We the had show some requests forever. on Twitter. I will get up and I will leave the country. Me to do a, a sad lib, so I wrote one. I think I know that you guys are, don't usually uh, cotton to these, but. I think you'll really like this one. I think I've been. I took a creative writing course at just, the Learning sh- Annex. Just go, just go, just go, just go. Just okay. do it. You get it? Ahem. It was another moist night in Boner City. It's a, why is it always start? Hold on, stop, 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 stop. Wiener. It always starts with moist. And I think if you're going to do this, you may as well do it right and mix it up. And I'm just saying it always starts with moist. So if you're going to do this awful thing, do it better. It, it was another uncomfortably wet night in Boner City, and I was as shitty as an incorporeal wiener. I had just ordered another me. ice dong from the scabby bartender Usher when I fractured my gaze on a hypertentious beauty across Please the bar. Please don't stop listening. I made my way over facetiously. Pardon my genocide, I defenestrated, but you have the most erect mandible I have ever floundered. Oh, is that an aardvark in your flibberty gibbet, or are you just bonered to bogart me, she ruminated. Let's ping pong this prestidigitation and get down to tomfoolery, I rocketed. What's your name, fiddlesticks? Bunny hugged Geronimo, she said with a wedding on her face. And you, Maverick, Maverick Flesh Daddy. And with that, we climbed onto my laser comb and cudgeled all night long. That was your longest one yet. I'm so sorry. It was a nightmare, Travis. It was a waking nightmare. But did you guys like all the dramatic tension? There was there was build, there was character development. The vast majority of my friends are male and are all mutual friends. I am a lady. While I care for all of them, I have romantic feelings for one in particular who has mutual feelings for me. However, I get the feeling that some of the others may have romantic feelings towards me as well. How do I handle the situation so that the least amount of people get their feelings hurt. That's from Worried in Washington. Damn. Damn, guess, girl. Vixen. Guess, you gotta date all of them? <laughs> date them all at once, girl. Date them all. Three Damn. Musketeers. Ain't uh, you never seen Wings? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that season where she's dating both brothers. Mm-hmm. It was a weird season. And then Roy got in the mix. Yeah, you know. And Lowell did. was there. I actually just watched the fifth season Dawson's Creek episode, Appetite for Destruction, where um, they have a the, the gang has a dinner at Graham's place in Boston, and uh-huh. it's when Jen and uh, Dawson get back together. And of course, this group has like paired off in in so many different ways. 
um, that, that it makes for an awkward evening. But you know what they do? They hit it head on. And they don't, you know, try to keep anything secret. They don't play a lot of games. Uh, they just go for it. This is, and been... I think that that's the only way you're gonna handle the situation is just be really super direct about it. I mean, you don't have feelings for those other guys. Like if they get their feelings hurt, that's their own fault for being be, uh, getting the wrong message. Um, can you tell us more? Can you give us more Dawson's Creek recaps? Because yeah, be- sure. between that and the the sad lead, this is I would say our most compelling episode yet. <laughs> it was just a, a metaphor. Mm. I mean, something I was using to illustrate a point. Sure, that's sure. all. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got just. I don't think you need to worry about. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I get how this sort of uh, it, uh, uh, what's what's what I'm looking for energy. This sort of relationship could develop, um, but. You know, it's not like you uh, you owe them anything. Yeah, I think as long as you're being really careful not to like lead anybody on, and you know, it, it, as long as these other guys have not gotten the impression from you that you have feelings for them, you know, if they have crushes on you, if they have feelings for you, then that's you know that's their issues to deal with. Hopefully, the fact that they are your guys' mutual friends, they'll be happy for you if you're happy. That's kind of the thing, right? Like, they're not... If they're not the sort of people that want to, uh, you know, be happy for you when you get into a relationship that you that makes you happy, then... And they, you know, they were only interested in dating you, then they weren't really your real friends. But yeah. that's not how the human mind works. It's not how the human heart works either, but you gotta bring some element of logic to these scenarios. There's what is logical about love, you know? Putting yourself oh, out there and just letting yourself... Boy, howdy. Just get hurt. I think you should just chase your bliss. Yeah. Isn't chase- that what I'm saying she should do? <laughs> I Well, yeah, but you said it in a hundred words. I'm saying it in three. Chase, period, your period, bliss, period. Period. Don't chase your bliss, period, though. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Chase your miss bliss. Mm-hmm. Wait, I said it wrong. No, find, you did it. Find it. Get it. It's 20 does. Get it. Get your love. And th- everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. they're gonna If they're your friends... They'll be happy for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? Honestly, I think, Justin, you're right. Uh, head on is the best approach because if you walk on eggshells and, like, it gives the impression that you're, you know, that it's a bigger deal than it is. You know what I mean? These guys that have feelings for you may read into you trying to be delicate about their feelings as, like, ah, oh, she's trying to let me, de-, you know, like, as right. opposed to just being head on. And direct and being clear about it, sending a clear message of like, hey, we're just friends. And they may not, they may, you know, you may be wrong about the feelings for you. You know, it's hard to separate that when you've been friends with somebody for a long time. And maybe, and maybe it's that it's like a room full of 20 dudes and you, so it might seem like <laughs> so, they have feelings for you because they're going to flirt with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If they haven't, if they haven't pounced already on this, on this relationship that are apparently this torch that they're holding... They're probably going to be perfectly content to continue holding a torch. In fact, it's even better because now they don't have to feel guilty about not pursuing it. They can just live in in sort of this tortured, sad agony of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good job. Good work. 20 does. 20 does. 20 does. It. You're getting it. I'd like to start a segment every week uh, during this year for the remainder of it where one of us just talks about how we got it this year. So our, our, our sort of self-made motto doesn't seem disingenuous. Okay, Griffin, how did you get it this year? Or this week? 
Sure, this week, yeah. This week, uh, a, I heard a knock at the door, and I went and answered it, and it was a stranger, and they were holding a clipboard with a bunch of magazines on it, and they started talking, and I said, I don't want to waste your time. I, I am not going to buy any magazines. And they said, thank you, and left. You know what I did this week? I went to the mall to kill some time, and while I was at the mall, I saw the manicure place, uh, and you guys had told me that getting manicures was good, but this is West Virginia, so there weren't any other men in there ever, forever. But I went in anyway and said, hey, I'm ready for a manicure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the brother, My brother said I need to try this, so I'm just going to get it, and 20 does. Mm-hmm. It was great. Relaxing. How is the conversation is what I want to know. Oh, sort of screechy and only half English. But <laughs> yeah. Were they like, how's your menopause? Ah, no. Ah, damn it. No, then Justin just brought up Dawson's Creek and they all had yeah. common ground. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck. Travis. Oh, how did I get it? I've been doing my Pilates videos. See, I share a Netflix queue with Travis. He is not joking about that. Damn it. I'm not. Oh, God, it's real. Yeah, man. I want to get healthy, and I am not ashamed of the methods in which I do that. I am ashamed of it, because I share it, and people see the cue, and yeah. they're like, hey, Griffin, did you do Dr. Feelgood's stretch, Stretchaholics 2012 Abflex Core Blasters with a Z? I don't mean to shut you down, Griffin, but I do it with my girlfriend, and it's, it's very nice, and a couple time together, and we're getting healthy together. We're fucking getting it. I don't let, Deal. I don't let my girlfriend see me sweat. That's true. <laughs> I mostly just do the yoga. My, I, I share Netflix queue with my in-laws and my um, and my ten-year-old, or sorry, eleven-year-old sister-in-law. So my my uh, Netflix queue is like one really cool, cool movie, and then Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, mm-hmm. and then uh, like. <laughs> and- with and Riley's not, like, why'd you put Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on my Instagram, Justin? And you're like, I ran out of Dawson's Creek episodes. Sorry. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on deck. It's on there. There is a time where I like to just get on Netflix and watch the first two minutes of every episode of Melissa and Joey. So that when Travis loaded up his instant cue, he had a whole, tre- a whole treat waiting for him. Or that the, explains so much. Or that Travis's girlfriend would see it and be like, oh, you watched all of the episodes of Melissa and Joey. And, oh, in one day. I didn't even know that was possible. To save on production costs, they actually only filmed the first two minutes of each episode. <laughs> The rest is 28 minutes of an empty set because uh, they figured no one's going to keep watching past this. While point. Joey Lawrence sweeps it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how I earn my paycheck. There's no more Whoa. show. <laughs> go on. There's no more show. <laughs> Please go. This is where I sleep. <laughs> Whoa. 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 You're still here. <laughs> we didn't make Please any more show. up on your way out. <laughs> I'm, I'm homeless. <laughs> I need you to go. Oh fuck! That show. What do we do now? Just the worst. Where where do we go from here? Um, we could, we could, um, you know what we should do? We we fucked up pretty bad last week, or last month. Are we gonna do like two shitty things in one episode? It doesn't. Can we limit it to one shitty thing per show? It doesn't have to be shitty. Listen, Justin. Thousands of people died last month. Thousands of people died last month. Thousands because they didn't know that it was um, carnival season. <laughs> they, All right. did, they did not know it was National Radon Action Month. 
All right, oh, Griffin, damn just it. tell me what February Thousands is. died. Well, Justin, it's a lot of things. Um, it's is, job- there a, a, is there a funny thing that it is? It is Jobs in Golf Month. So <laughs> That's what Dwarp does, right? <laughs> uh, it is uh, February is Fabulous Florida Strawberry Month. So, yeah. Uh, International Hoof Care Month, if you want to take care of your pony's feet. Uh, it's your Pull Your Sofa Off the Wall Month, which, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Say again? Pull Your Sofa Off the Wall Month. Why? That's, Justin, if that's our job. My sofa is on the wall. I want to keep it there. Why am I pulling it off? Is this a it took me hours to super glue that bitch up there. Mm. Yeah. This month, incur- I'm looking up Pull Your Sofa Off the Wall Month, and Answers.com, thank you, Answers.com, uh, says, February 1st through the 28th, this month encourages people to experiment with and freshen up their home decor through new furniture arrangement. Wow. So, not, wow. Partic- not particularly funny. That's not... He, it, it's sad. Like... This is the country that we're in that people come up with days for this. Mm. Like, do you realize there are people out there that are starving? They don't have enough to eat. If you put a bag of dwarf in front of them, they would devour it. <laughs> and 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 we're talking about my I need to reorganize the furniture in my home that I have. Mm-hmm. Like what's wrong with us? Uh, Go re- to a soup kitchen and donate your time. Just put it in the this- middle of the room, I guess. This could be a really good solution for the guy who is wondering what to do while the people install the security system. Just repeatedly push the sofa against the wall and then move it back and then push it back and then just like shake your head and rub your chin. <laughs> Not enough. And just keep doing it. <laughs> Let's uh, I, for me if uh, for me pull the sofa off the wall month is have a wall coated in recent chocolate chew wrappers and dirt. That's that's all that's back there. It's called Sticky Rectangle of Floor Month. Yeah. Oh, Um, God. You know what? I think we should have stuck with jobs in golf month because there's a lot of golfer, golf pro, golf pro, club maker, grass tender, hole digger, uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy uh-huh. Chase in that movie about Chevy golf. Chaser, Chevy Chaser, ball dive, ball diver. <laughs> hey man, did you, did you go out with Deborah the other day? Yeah, dude. Turned out she was a real Chevy Chaser. So, <laughs> also, I am Chevy Chase. <laughs> I'm saying she a Chevy Chaser, but she ain't messing with men who are not named Chevy. <laughs> she ain't messing with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> no, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. Um, uh, fuck, man. There aren't that many jobs in golf, February. Nah, there's pretty much just golf. Golfer? Guy who carry, helps out golfer assistant. What are they? The cl- the clubist. Clubist. Yeah. Clubber line. Clubberista? Uh, <laughs> Clubberista. Cl- Clubberino. Yeah. G- golf course designer. What about rich people who live on golf courses to make that golf course seem nicer? That's good. That's, That's a, a good job. One. Yeah, and then they need window fixers mm-hmm. because of all the golf balls. Because <laughs> of all the golf balls. That's correct, Justin. Golf- what, about, uh, what about what Brian Brian Doyle Murphy does? Murray? Who's that guy? I was going to... Good good riff. Uh, I was going <laughs> to say uh, golf ball maker, but of course everyone knows that they use eggs. Mm-hmm. 
Who, turtle uh, eggs. Turtle eggs, because be, they're so bad. That would be turtles. What about mini golf uh, attendees? The people who have to like chase off windmill winder when teens are like fucking on the mini golf course. Somebody has to chase them off, and that's a job that we can get paid for. Get out of that clown's mouth, you fucking teens! Yeah, dirty, dirty, dirty teens. Oh shit! Jesus, it's dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) You kids, get out of here! Get out of here! I'm an invisible baby. (laughs) Dwarf, I'm an invisible baby. I'm an invisible baby from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I'm an mouth. invisible boom boom in my typey. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to call the baby police to have them come get you out. <laughs> baby fireman in the tiny ladders. <laughs> and now I sound like a baby hairdresser. Uh, this is baby mini golf, so you can't even see it. It's microscopic, <laughs> and it's imaginary. Baby, <laughs> welcome to Dwarf's mini mini imaginary baby golf. <laughs> I owe it all to my dad, Griffin. <laughs> it's so weird. Now, where can I ash this cigar humorously? <laughs> <laughs> Where would be a funny, disrespectful place for me to ash my mini imaginary cigar, I'm dwarf. <laughs> Next time on Invisible Baby All in the Family. <laughs> well, I my my child is Edith Bunker. <laughs> I meant to mention earlier. I meant to mention uh, Ghost Child is Edith So uh <laughs> this has been my brother, my brother, main advice show for the modern era. Thank you so much for listening. Get again. Um, we promise next week might make more sense. Uh, what's going on? MBNBAM.com is our website at MBNBAM on Twitter. You can follow us there for all the, the latest uh, scoops and poops. And we um, haven't mentioned it in a while, but uh, MaximumFun.org. Uh, we got forums over there. That uh, So every episode that goes up, there's a forum topic. Uh, and you can chat about the show. Yeah, t- uh, t- Talk about all the shit that just didn't make sense this week. Yeah. Just like, did you guys notice that this week it did not make sense? Uh, thank you so much, people, for who are tweeting about the show. The, the lovely Heather McCauley, uh, Matt McC1, uh, Funny Sorensen, The Sherms. Our boy Mitchie D, uh, Black Nerd, Quiet Alien, um, Jay Wiltshire, On the Wren, everybody. I really, I really appreciate it. Uh, Baker R, C Kilgore. Thank you, everybody. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, I recommend that everybody buy it um, every week, and this week is no different. Go do that thing. Uh, I, I also want to thank everybody. Uh, Cincinnati Shakespeare Company won the lights. So thank you, everybody, who went and voted uh, for our lighting video in the Ledco Challenge. Um, you have helped us win $20,000 in lights. So thank you so much. Wow. I hope they I hope they realize that you're the orchestrator of that. I, I hope so, too. I think they do. I think my stock has gone way up. I'm ba- I basically own it. I am Shakespeare. <laughs> um. Uh, you, if you have some free time this week, uh, when you're not listening to the, all the great Maximum Fun podcasts, uh, get in case of emergency. It's Travis's other show where he talks about uh, disaster scenarios and how to best survive them. Um, and, and when you're not doing that, you should check out the Satellite Dish with Justin and Sydney. 
Uh, they talk about, you know, TV and all the zaniness they're in. Uh, this past episode, they talk about hoarders. It was dope. Good yeah. work, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Trap. And, and then you should check out Griffin's podcast. I, Griffin, what's it called again? It's called Bathroom Reviews. <laughs> I go so around town. I go around town to different public bathrooms, and then I <laughs> I highlight the best ones, and then I low light the worst ones. <laughs> That's just some terminology I use on the show. It's Bathroom Reviews on <laughs> iTunes. Get it on your iPod. Griffin, <laughs> Griffin can you give us one more, uh, <coughs> you know, question? Sure, this that one. we can think about. Yeah, chew on this one. It's sent in by Joseph Schmiser. Schmiser. Thank you, Joseph. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tyrone, whose profile picture is a bear. He asks, when were dogs invented? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dorf. I'm Dorf. I am Dan Marino. <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Teens. your heart three stacks keep your heart hey keep your heart three stacks keep your heart man these girls are smart three stacks these girls are smart play your part I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. You know me mostly as a stentorian public radio host. And you probably know me as a cable TV cut-up. Every week on our show, Jordan Jesse Go, I would say that we share a little slice of our hearts. Yeah, and dick jokes. We are both complex and aimless. Leaving you with a empty, dirty feeling after the podcast is over. And a chalky taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But if you start to taste penny, that's not us. That's a heart attack. And remember, a stroke is a brain attack. Yeah. We talk about, like, important stuff that's going on in our lives, like uh, babies and dogs and traveling. With some very impressive guests from the worlds of art and entertainment. Yeah, Sarah Vowell, Rob Corddry, Kurt Anderson, they've all had to sit through many, <laughs> many dick jokes made by us. It's all online at MaximumFun.org. Just click on Jordan Jesse Go or search for Jordan Jesse Go in your iTunes.